I'm Grant. And I'm Eric, and you're listening to the Quacking Ducks Podcast, where each week we take turns picking a piece of media we like, asking the other person to experience it for the first time, and then we talk about it on this podcast. Grant, what did you pick to talk about this day? I picked The Rise of Skywalker. This week was my cho- my choice, uh-huh. and um, anybody who knows anything about me knows I'm a fanatical Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. um, and it just so happened that the timing of when we record worked out that we would be able to do Star Wars, our, our immediate mm-hmm. reactions right after, you know, it's opening weekend. Yeah, and uh, to be clear, you picked this before seeing it, of course. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, but I, I have already, like, of course we're going to talk about this. Yeah, like, I have already gleaned some of your opinions, uh, right. because... I think I've tweeted more in yeah. the past few days than... I Okay, so let's talk about this a little bit, just because I think it's funny. Yeah. So, initially, you you tweeted, like... Just your your revised re- order uh, that you of the rankings of the movies because ev- everyone compulsively needs to have a rankings of Star Wars well, movies and needs to tweet them out. Yeah, and needs to tweet them. <laughs> and I saw it. I was like, oh man, I wish I didn't know anything about how Grant felt. Only because like we when we talked about Last Jedi and and uh, so. So, both, to be we, clear, so, yeah. you skipped a critical piece of information here, which mm-hmm. is that my tweet read, in all caps, SPOILERS! Right, no, and no, then I, we'll it get to said, that. my final order, and then there was a bunch of numbers. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm aware, but, so, so for context, I, I'm not saying, I acknowledge that. I'm t- I was just explaining my reaction of like, oh man, I wish I didn't know, because uh, I would, uh, when we both saw Last Jedi, there was like a really fun, like looming dread of like, I know how I feel about this movie, but how does the other person feel? Uh, and I remember you being particularly anxious about if I would like yeah. Last Jedi or not. Well, the thing uh, is, with, with our build up to Last Jedi, we, so, I absolutely love last jedi <laughs> um and i my like and then of course coming out of last jedi immediately looked at all of the rest of the internet and <laughs> everybody else despised it yeah. like the entirety of the world despised it and i was like yeah. well this is interesting cuz i it's my new favorite and yeah. nobody and for context, else feels I, like this. I really disliked Force Awakens. So like there was kind right. of precedent right. for like right. Which I, I not liking the new Awakens. Star Wars, which you you yeah. generally liked and I ge- I generally yeah. disliked it. Um, yeah. and I I would say I really liked Last Jedi. But anyway, so that was the context of like, oh, I wish we didn't knew nothing about each other's opinions going in cuz that'd be more fun. I also think and this is just a general thing about spoilers. 
I don't think when a when the visual information is like single word followed by a bunch of information that you're trying to conceal, like that's not how eyeballs and like taking in information works. Like I'm not saying think, this at you because uh, everyone does yeah. this, but I do I think, think it's like no, 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 no. saying the word spoilers and then immediately following that with the th- the information that is the spoilers like well if i'm on twitter I, I don't read it one word at a time i'm skimming well okay so i just think it's interesting that is true i would say well there's a broad range of how people really suck it at like there's people that put vague you know what they think are hints into yeah. article titles and it's like well that's a fucking spoiler yeah. like so i want to be clear that I I would rank my tweet. I, I would say that I acted in accordance with the Geneva spoiler convention. Yes, you, and uh, I but I, I did not I did not go I did not get a Nobel Prize for my yes, my spoiler. It, you, it uh, was not it was not the worst thing in the world. It was just it was like ah oh, man, oh well. Uh, I will say it was. I did think it was funny that after that you started another thread and actually <laughs> tagged me into it. I was like, okay, th- now you're just like twisting the knife. Yeah, that was just kind of fucking with you, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. So out of all that, I the only thing I became cognizant of like a uh, a aggressive uh, unhappiness or underwhelming with the movie. So I, I'm already aware, aware of that much. But sure. I don't think I've expressed any of my opinions on the movie yet. So I want an opportunity uh, sure. to, to sure. start there. Uh, my So my zero word review of this movie is woof. Uh, <laughs> my two word review of this movie is oh boy. Uh, these are things actually coming out of my mouth repeatedly as I left the theater. <laughs> I, um, I walked out of the theater and someone immediately looked at me with a big smile on his face and, and asked, how was it? And oh, I didn't, no. And I didn't know how to how Just like to a react. random person? Yes, a random person. Oh, f- uh, and so I just, I just kind of like did one of those like, eh, and like tilted my head to the side and no. he was like, his, his, his immediate reaction was like, uh oh, not good. <laughs> and then I like shrugged and like walked away as quickly as possible. Stop asking, yeah, stop putting me on the spot. <laughs> I was uh, like, I mean like, I, uh, cause like I didn't want to, I knew what I felt, but I didn't want to like. Yeah, I, yeah. you know, freak somebody out or, or you know. Yeah, paint like, an impression because like, so I, I should say, because for me, I think the combination of just like all of the weather around this movie of like, Colin Trevorrow was let go and then J.J. Abrams was brought back and we all know J.J. Abrams hasn't done an ending since Felicity because we are, uh, Patrick H. Uh, Wilms fans. fans, and then so like that already had me being like, I'm not super excited about this. Uh, the trailers of like the Emperor's Laugh and stuff, I'm like, oh boy, title being Rise of Skywalker, I was like, oh boy. Um, 
you know, like that fear of like, oh, are they just going to undo that movie that I like and a lot of people like because other people are louder? And like, uh, just, and the answer is, yep, and worse uh, than you could imagine. Yep. Uh, but so I, in, so yeah. I want to talk. I want to do what uh, I am now a big fan of. Ever since uh, talking about movies with Ryan, is talking a little <laughs> bit about what it was like being in the in the theater before the movie started. <laughs> okay. So we got there too early, but uh, because there was enough showings in the theater, like there wasn't another movie playing in our theater beforehand, uh. so we were able to just go in and chill. Um, super normal, uh, then, so we were going to a 10.30 showing on the Thursday, uh, uh-huh. and so two important details, in, directly in front of us was, like, uh, just, like, four bro, like, 40-year-old bros, I was, like, okay, this is gonna be fine, but there was one guy in that, w- that was just, like, bad Star Wars take dot JPEG, like, was their entire personality. Uh-huh. Um, I think one direct w- quote was like, if Ryan Johnson was a sound, it'd be, uh, I was like, oh, I'm gonna hate this person by the end of this. Uh, and then in the very back row was what I can only describe as, uh, Boston Bruins fans who somehow ended up in a Star Wars movie <laughs> showing. Oh, God. Uh, so the for whatever reason, like all of the trailers played, and then we had like one of the like TV commercials right before the movie starts trailers, and then the movie just like cu- it just like cuts out from there, and we're like, and the lights were still on, and we're like, um what the fuck is happening? And then someone came in and was like, yeah, we're trying to figure out the issue. It's like, I, I think at this point I turned to Helen and it was just like, I just want this to be over with at this point. I want the entirety of this movie just to be over with and it hasn't even started yet. But the Boston Bruins fans in the back row, one guy just kept yelling Bubba randomly, not through the movie, thank Christ, but through the half hour of before the movie started. Oh, God. And it was like, I what I, I thought I was losing my mind because it's like, that's not, I don't know how, I, I would be dead before I would be drunk enough to think that was funny. Mm-hmm. Like, my liver would just like, like melt into <laughs> black liquid long before I drank enough to find whatever the fuck that guy was doing was funny. Um, uh-huh. So I'm saying this all to paint kind of why my feelings about the movie might be a little exas- exacerbated because it's like I, so my well, longer review. I want I want to say one more thing to just like summarize, and then I think we should just dive into full spoilers. I think there are things to like in this movie. I think it is a bad movie. Uh, when people ask me, oh, did you like it? I usually respond, no, no. <laughs> uh, but for the people who do like it, I'm not like, oh, they're fucking crazy. I'm like, oh, they're just a little simple. But like, I get it. <laughs> so, okay. So that's um, my my 
as spoiler me, yeah. free as possible review. Let me give you where I was coming from. So, leading up to this, yeah, the fact that it was JJ again, and so, I, like I said, I I liked uh, Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Like I, I I enjoyed it, and I didn't think it was better than you know uh, some other stuff. But I think it did. It was modern. It felt new. It was great. Um, I, so I really enjoyed it. Um, I, it's, it was pretty solid in my opinion. Uh, there are criticisms that are valid to, about it, but I, I really I enjoyed it. Uh, if someone asked me, I would say, yeah, I like that. Um, I then saw what a Star Wars movie could be with <laughs> Last Jedi is, and or I guess I was reminded, but yeah, I. Um, so yeah, I JJ coming back, I was like, okay, like the one thing that JJ is about is he is about being a fan of people and taking their vision and applying it, you know, applying it in a new modern kind of way. Like he's <laughs> he he's the guy who's like, oh hey, we need a guy that is not Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. but, you know, can do that. Or we need a guy that's not George Lucas, but can do, pre like, original trilogy that. Then that's JJ. Like, that's kind of his MO, right? Mm-hmm. So my hope going in, it was a cautious hope, was that JJ saw Last Jedi and... Even though it was different from yeah, the stuff he could that he do JJ Abrams doing Ryan Johnson, like, right? Like that he would be excited about it and and use it as a leaping off point and kind of mm-hmm. and you know yeah be a fan uh, basically. Um, so that was kind of my like that would be the best case scenario for me is what my assumption. So I, I didn't expect anything to blow me away. Like I didn't expect you know, but I was like okay maybe. Maybe he can, like, go at it and, and do some fun stuff. Then the trailer dropped with Palpatine, and I got nervous. Um, but I was still like, maybe he could find a way, something, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't watch too many of the trailers. I didn't, like, actively avoid everything, but, like, in the same way that I did for Last Jedi. So I kind of, like, you know, just didn't see a whole lot of stuff. Like, I, like, tried not to go seek it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of like, okay, let's, you know, we'll see. I'll go in. I, it'll probably be all right. And hopefully it'll be better than that and it'll be good. Um, I specifically chose, uh, Dave and I saw it here in Atlanta, and I specifically chose... A quiet, small theater that is close to my house. That's like a very comfortable neighborhood kind of theater mm-hmm. um, that has like really big comfy chairs and it has like alcohol and, and food and stuff. And so I was like stacking the chips in the favor, right? Yeah. Like making it like I'll be it's comfortable and like, you know happy with this. I won't have to deal with anybody like you apparently had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, 
got in there. Yeah, everybody's pretty quiet and like a little bit older at that theater, so that was nice. Uh, movie started, you know, kind of uh, crawl starts. You know, I start a clap just as like a excited. You know, there's nobody has lightsabers banging around. They're not fanatic mm-hmm. freaking out. Like, you know, it's just kind of a, like, yeah, let's get it. Let's let's do this. Um, and then the movie started, and, um, yeah, uh... <laughs> See, I think my reaction started out, I started in the title crawl, I was like, wait, yeah, what the too. fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, wait, yep. what the fuck? Me too. <laughs> no, I meant, like, like, I clapped, like, when Star it... Wars was on screen, yeah. and then the, the paragraph started, and I was like... Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, so, okay. So, my opinion, overall, we've kind of danced around a little mm-hmm. bit, is that this is the third worst Star Wars movie. I would say that episode two is the worst. Mm-hmm. Solo is the next worst and then this. Um, I think it is also a bad movie, as opposed like it's not just like, you know, not the best of the bunch. It is mm-hmm. also not good. Um, we'll clarify a little bit more specifically what is, you know, we, if the things that we do like, because I did also do an exercise of like, I want to think about the silver linings of this, uh, uh, I want to, you know, go through and kind of think of what are the things that are cool in this, or at least mm-hmm. were cool ideas that maybe didn't pan out and stuff. So I did that. I'll talk about that a little bit. Um, I would say, in general, um, I would say the things for me that brought it down were the writing, the directing, and the editing. <laughs> um, which sounds broad. I'm not trying to be a dick. Yeah. I'm actually trying to be specific. The acting was really good especially for me adam driver was incredible mm-hmm. you know the, obviously technically it was beautifully shot there's a lot of really amazing looking things in it um it's just written yeah. poorly and, it, and yeah, then it's also well, directed poorly and also edited poorly so writing can probably be unpacked a bit because i think like the Narrative is bad. I think dialogue is soul, fine. Uh, right, you know, right, so, right, yeah, it, plot, plotting. I should say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah. Like, what say. is the movie? What happens in the movie is like uh, it's dumb. <laughs> sorry, plotting and I don't know how you characterize. Maybe you would know better mm-hmm. th- about this. How do you specify is character arcs part of the plotting? Is that a separate uh, thing? Because I also I, think that was bad. Yeah, I think... Like, characterization... I mean, I guess it depends on what par- part of it... If it's like was necessarily bad. If it's, the dialogue it, is fine, but... Yeah, like, I think it, it depends, because it can be like... Of the pacing sucked. of the arc is bad. So, like, a ga- an, an example is, like... Uh, Game of Thrones, Daenerys... Daenerys going bad, going evil? Like, totally plausible thing that can happen. Sure, sure, sure. The problem is... And, like, even the series of events that cause that to happen totally makes sense. It is the the rate of the change and, like, the like it's it's other Maybe. things that cause that to fail. But if it's, like, no, okay. literally, this character wouldn't do that ever, or uh, 
the the things that they are saying that made this character do these things w- I do not believe would cause this character to do those things like right like I, I think I, I, if I were to compare it I would say it's like bad role playing like this mm-hmm. is, like the the character seemed to act in different ways than the character I felt at least should gotcha. act the writing of it was like you know the dialogue was well was was fine for like the way that the movie was saying that they're going i just didn't agree that they should be going yeah, that yeah. way it's kind it, of what yeah. I if you yeah like i think a, a way maybe that, that i could summarize that feeling that i had was like if two characters were in the room the dialogue between those two t- characters was good to great uh, I did not necessarily believe the series of events that led those two characters to being in that room together in the sure. first place. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do want to um, say, so do you want to, okay. okay. I was going to say, I have one con- semi controversial, like, uh, uh, like ranking or thing. So I think, while I think this movie is, I don't feel like I'm being hyperbolic. If I say this movie is trash, uh, I think I will enjoy repeat viewings of this more than some of the movies in, like, qualitatively. I don't really dis- disagree with your rankings too, too much. Uh, but I think I ca- am capable of having an enjoyable experience watching this movie more so than even Force Awakens, in part because it is dumb. Like... I right. would love I, I, to watch I, yeah. this movie with you, but every time I rewatch Force Awakens, it's just frustrating. It's not so it is it's a good movie that I don't like, so it's not fun to watch at all. Whereas a bad sure, movie sure. So, I can have fun watching. Right. Well, and I think it's also even like to specify even specific like I like even though I think that episode two is worse mm-hmm. uh than this, and like I also put one and three right uh, like just barely above it. Mm-hmm. Um, even though those are all bad, I would watch the prequels, like watching the prequels less probably than I would rewatch this one because <laughs> they're like they're Shakespearean and bad. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like and you know whereas this is just like at the very minimum, like a lot of the things that are bad about this are still actiony. Yeah. So I can sound the fuck it is out. Interesting. Like, if you, know, I could it's probably more rewatchable than yeah. a lot. It is a weird kind of space though, because of the, the nature of the trilogy, where it's like, Grant, if you were like, hey, do you want to rewatch Rise, Rise of Skywalker tonight? I'd be like, hell yeah, that movie's trash. This is gonna be fun. If you said, hey, this over the course of like this weekend, do you re- want to rewatch the sequel trilogy? I would say, go fuck yourself, because I am not watching a frustrating movie. Than a great movie, than a trash movie in that order. I'm yeah. not doing that. So, okay. so th- I will. We'll, this is going to be a longer podcast. Yeah. We'll get into new orders of watching and stuff as well. Um, if you want to talk about some of the. Because, okay, here's the thing a lot of the conversation about this film takes place in the meta context of Mm -hmm. its place in the series where it's a finale, right? Yeah. Of a three part series and also a nine part series. And like there's that has context to it that this 
that like adds layers to why it's bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but there's also like just the movie itself taken alone parts about it being bad. Um, so do you have any preference of where we start? Or do you feel like we don't need to separate them? I, I, I don't know. Do so I don't know that we need to separate them. I also would say I'm not because of my expectations going in the framing of like, this is the, the end of a three trilogy era. I'm like, it was never going to meet those expectations. And, and judging it on that benchmark, I think is uh, an exercise in futility. Um, well, I think being I the think, end no, of this trilogy, I, 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 it should have been capable of succeeding right. at that. I think. Yeah, I, I want to be clear. I don't mean by saying the end of the nine. The only reason I bring up it in the context of the full nine mm. episodes is not necessarily to. I, I agree that it would be a hard, no matter what. It's a hard bar to get above of like making it worth it because this nine, these nine movies have been the biggest thing in pop culture mm-hmm. for like over 40 years. So like, I get it. That's a huge task. So, but there's a lot of things that this movie specifically relies on that relates to none of the movies in its series, but does relate to the movies in the past mm-hmm. that it's, it's trying to rely on to do that. You know what I mean? So like, Oh yeah, I'm like, not like that. Them I think up. that's the that's, movie's bringing them up. Yeah, you know I, I mean? think that's just goes to the if you're talking about like the in universeness of like does this move does the events of this movie make sense in the the world as established by the previous eight movies? It's like that that is a yeah. question I am happy to dive into. It's not I yeah sure. I, I misunderstood it. I just mean the existence of Palpatine is specifically trying to like it's specifically not at all related to seven or eight right it is related to all the rest uh, of them what are you so, talking like, about grant palpatine <laughs> was the one behind everything in seven and eight uh, uh you didn't uh-huh. notice because he's a tactile and tactical genius he's tactile he has a texture but also he's a tactical genius that kept was able to keep his existence a secret until he decided not to for some reason <laughs> okay so okay so are we diving uh, in yeah i think so yeah dead speak I, i'm trying <laughs> yeah what? in fortnite <laughs> of the movie and it already fucking makes no sense uh, they speak in Fortnite. oh I oh I heard uh, oh I heard okay, okay ignoring so. that I am okay I, I think there is that is a separate issue the the Hey, that's what I'm talking about with meta context, though, right? Well, right? like, but I did anyone know that that would be? I don't think anyone understood that as like required reading until after the fact, because I didn't see any of the like articles being like, "Hey, like this in-universe thing happened in Fortnite. Make sure to, that you are aware of it before you see the movie." It was literally only after the fact, and it was always phrases like. 
Oh, JJ didn't know where the fuck to put this audio, so he just threw it in Fortnite. So I kind of don't yeah. want to care about its existence in Fortnite more. I care about, like, hey, wow. <laughs> the movie starts with telling you this thing already happened. And I think separate of the, like, well, that's really frustrating that I'm starting the story, like, what I'm starting at chapter two of this novel. Chap what it occurred in chapter one is dumb. So like okay, the yeah, fact that okay. I missed so, out on it is a different issue than so the fact that it is stupid. I wanna clarify that also like so an argument could be made that <laughs> in episode four we do start somewhat A, it's episode four, and we do start somewhat in media res with a chase happening and we don't know what's going right. on except for the paragraph tells us that spies stole some shit or whatever. <laughs> the reason that this is different, just to take that argument away, the, the reason that this is different, right, is that it's saying that a character who was the primary villain of, I would say, four episodes i'm trying to be fair mm -hmm. he was a primary villain of the prequels and of episode six he was in existence but not on screen yeah he, he, not, he was not necessarily know, driving those efforts right. in for four, four and five. five yeah 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 that's fair so he's the primary villain for four of the episodes mm -hmm. um and he really dies <laughs> and he really isn't in existence at all in any way or shape or form for the first two movies of this trilogy mm -hmm. and so to have at the end of a trilogy it starts the third it's like this is a third act right and yeah. the third act starting with hey that <laughs> That no, bad he did guy it. <laughs> that died decades ago, he just speaks. He's a, and it's like, wait a minute, how does he speak? How does he talk? Does he speaks to who? Apparently, yeah. the entire universe, like, or the, at least the galaxy. So, how does he speak to the galaxy? Um, I, I guess uh, on Twitter. I guess super powerful. Uh, force powers. I would assume. Mm -hmm. Um, I can I can move along with that. I would think that a lot of people would not be able to, since considering how pissed off they were about Ray and Kylo talking. But mm -hmm. I, you know, sure, okay. He speaks to the galaxy, and it's just we're we're taken in a like. It's such an immediate hard left. Like, the, this is a... It's kind of like if someone was telling you a story that was just, like, about them going to the grocery store. And then they're like, say that a penguin talked to them. And it's mm -hmm. like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is... You're a crazy person. Like, so... Uh, okay. <laughs> This so is a I, complete non sequitur. It doesn't make any sense. It's so, out of fucking nowhere. So one, 
I don't disagree with any of what you're saying, but it is interesting that my displeasure with this comes at it from a different angle, where... There's the, multiple layers. I'm just right. hitting on one. Yeah, that is a layer, and I do not disagree, so I don't need to reiterate it. Uh, sure. An additional layer that I, I, I find hilarious, and the one I'm the, fascinated by, is on top of the meta-textual, like, why was the decision to bring Palpatine back made? I don't fucking know, but we already knew, so I, I kind of was like pre-prepared. Most of my shock just was like, oh, I didn't think we were going to be talking about this so early. I thought it was going to be like, we'd get through a scene before acknowledging that the Emperor is back. The thing that I find hilarious is that the film states that to make that feel less insane that he was actually a driving force in the previous two episodes. Fine. Like, that seems like a total... Like, I, I don't think it makes... It, fe- it it reads as a retcon, but I'm a comic book fan. I can take a retcon in stride if right. you do it well. It's not, it's not, it's not great writing, but... Yeah, I can, I can handle it if possible. you do it, if you do it well. It is, it has been done a hundred times. What I find hilarious is the idea of, like, the Emperor was able to keep his existence secret for th- over 30 years, probably like because of time jumps and stuff, like maybe coming closer to 40 years at this point. Comple- his, 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 the fact that he was alive was completely hidden from everybody, every force sensitive user, as far as we're aware. Um, and we're seeing, and we're aware of some fucking strong force users. Uh, and, but he's able to keep his his the fact that he is alive completely secret, and the and then he just decides not to do that anymore, and instead does the complete opposite and fucking I don't know if he's live tweeting I don't know if he's on Twitch I don't know if he's using the force to tell everybody I don't know if he's using a technical means of communication to tell everybody but he just literally just fucking tells everybody that he's alive like just cause I don't know of a thing that is the reason for him saying hey I'm alive now like other than I guess Snoke dying and, and Kylo Ren being part of the new order but even then I I don't think that's it there's nothing told to us up front i think maybe there's something told to us at the very end of the movie that's like oh this is the reason he started like kicking his plan into motion and it's like it's still dumb like i'm making a really weird like grimacing face right now for because this is audio but so that's the part i'm like what the fuck (laughs) like i i can handle i i was prepared from the trailer for you to tell me he was re-existent in some manner what i was not prepared for and i like was not surprised by the idea that he was the big bad the whole time like cliche but i was kind of expecting it what i was not prepared for was he was the big bad the whole time in secret and he broke the secret for the sake of having a big bad in this movie like that's the only reason like he if he was that skilled at staying secret, he probably could have reached his ends that he is trying to achieve in this movie without fucking just hopping on Twitch and doing an announcement that he's fucking that well, he's back, baby. Here's here's a good question. 
as far as we know, his ends in this movie are get a hot new body. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. He has a fleet that, okay, this is, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, th- yeah, let's skip okay. one scene forward. And <laughs> so. Okay, before we talk the about the fleet, just because I'm thinking about this semi-chronologically, the tank of Snokes is so fucking stupid. And that actively made me mad. The so, tank where he just grows Snokes, and uh, also if you're just growing Snokes and you're and you had benefited from keeping your identity a secret, just pop another Snoke out and say, "Actually, Snoke mm-hmm. is alive." Don't say the Emperor is alive, because at least if you t- pop another Snoke out, uh, it like you can kill that Snoke again and like then review. Uh, uh, so, but okay, uh, I, I, I'm still hung up on the tank of Snokes. Uh, one thing I want to say about it. even further, but I'll let you finish. Okay, one other thing I wanted to say about it was, because I, so, uh, I didn't mention, I did watch uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi back-to-back right before seeing Rise of Skywalker that day. Um, The Tank of Snokes does justify why uh, Snoke in in The Last Jedi has a personality that is completely absent in Force Awakens. So, I, you know, it's it's like a uh, one of those shows where it's like, oh, all the clones have different personalities, and apparently yeah, the last, yeah, too many Snokes. <laughs> the the Rise of, uh, the Last Jedi one is just like the fancy dandy one. <laughs> so okay, here's even before that, the movie starts. I believe in an attempt to start out with a bang and be like, yeah, action scene. Mm -hmm. But the problem is that throughout the entirety of it, we are delivering exposition. So instead of it being an action scene that's like, woo, sweet, the first 20 minutes are... The whole movie is not paced well. The first 20 minutes are horrible. Holy fuck. My fire alarm is going off, so, uh... Okay. I guess I'm gonna hit stop, and okay. we'll figure this out later. Well there, it seems like all our hot takes set off the fire alarm in Eric's apartment. Guess we'll have to... Just keep going on and burn the building down. I have the same review of that joke as I do for this movie, which is... Oof. That's what you were trying to get me excited about? Yeah. Okay. This movie's fucking cursed. We were at... (laughs) We were at... uh, Snokes in a... Too many Snokes. Snokes in a tank. Snokes in a tank. Jar jar of (laughs) Snokes. Yeah, so, like, yeah, the very quickly paced, just, uh, where are we? Okay, he's finding Snokes, uh, and then gets to Palpatine, uh, zombie, Mm -hmm. somehow alive Palpatine, Uh, I mean, who knows if it's 
a clone of the one that was thrown into the pit or the body from the pit that somehow mm-hmm. just hooked up to shit, whatever. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't, to- like, they don't answer that definitively, and it is confusing, but I I think that I can hand wave around the same way every time Darth Maul shows up. It's like, what do you want? They threw robot legs on him. Like, right. yeah, but that's I will, fine. I will, I will argue Darth Maul only shows up uh, in the show, which we are explicitly shown how it happened, and Not- in the shit movie. <laughs> uh, so, like, yes. you know. That's true. Uh, I, I guess I was thinking of, like, because before the show, there were comics that did the same thing of giving him robot yeah. legs, but it was like, yeah. what do you want? I, I put robot legs on him. That's how he's back. So for this, it's like, you know, how did his body okay. get from there to here? I, I'm okay with it in the same way that, like, I ha- I was made to be okay with how did Phasma survive the trash compactor on Force Awakens. Sure. This shit happens. Sure. Well, to be clear, that didn't have any impact on the fucking story. That's, <laughs> the, that's true. The, <laughs> it, it resolved a character arc for Finn in Last Jedi. Sort of, but yeah. anyways. Okay, here's what I wanted to get to so he has a fleet which yes is under ice mm-hmm. on this planet of electrical storms and that fleet is manned by humans of some origin yep it's just There's operated by people lots of them just standard so, normal people so here's one thing this is kind of like i feel it gets to kind of the level of absurdity of this movie of like just like truly not thinking through what you're writing down on page mm-hmm. there is a point at which one of the first order people says that the fleet that Palpatine has in ratio to the fleet that the First Order has is 10,000 to 1. So, well, 10,000 right <laughs> to 1. Yep, that's dumb. I don't know what you want me to say to that. (laughs) And every Star Destroyer is now a planet destroyer. Yeah, that's also dumb. What? Yes. So there are things that are like them, like I want to try and at least put some effort into differentiating where like dumb, but like I probably would let it pass if it was in a better movie kind of thing where it's like 10,001, it's like, yeah, if I really stop and think about it, that's fucking stupid. But so was, you know, driving out planet at light spe- speed and using a handbrake to stop. Like, they, there, some of these things are dumb, oh, but they happen. Oh, oh my god, okay. But Here's I agree another. that, like, the weird magic space fleet that's, that, like, I literally thought it was, like, a zombie fleet. Because of the way they set it up. And then later it's operated just by people. 
It's like, why oh. wasn't it operated by? And who are the people in the hoods at the end? Are those? Oh yeah, the the the, the church of Sith mannequins and robes that are like <laughs> so, the most poorly CGI'd mass crowd of just like. I like. I was like, "Are they people? Are they ghosts? Are they dementors? Right. right. What is well, this? What are they supposed that. to be?" So okay, I there's several things. Okay, we are like I'm, ten I'm, minutes into this movie at this I, point. I know. I'm gonna. I, I know. I can't help it. But like, I, I know. Really there's a like... lot. I don't disagree. I, I. That is not a like. Holy shit! We need to move forward. It is. Holy shit! This movie's so bad that we can't even get past ten minutes of this movie. Can I? Can I also just quickly say that yes. the action sequence where they're getting like info from the spy, right? And they're uh-huh. like, "Okay, we got, and we got to get out of here, or whatever." And they start light speed hopping. And oh just yeah, like, you can't light speed hop, and it's like, yeah, I can, and he does it and stuff. So, for an action sequence to have stakes, rules need to be established, (laughs) and people need to understand what the fuck you're talking about. There's... The the worry, the concern of jumping to light speed without having a specific course plotted... Uh, mm-hmm. has come up in the Star Wars universe and then in the episodes before it's been said it's a bad idea because you can jump into a star without knowing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other hand, it has also been said that jump, like dropping out of light speed into an asteroid field is astronomically unlikely. So there's kind of a mixed bag here, but yeah. let's just assume... Yeah, most that- of space is space. Right, right. But let's just assume that the galaxy of Star Wars fictional is It's really way more dense. populated than actual just space. Lots of shit. Yeah. Um so first off, every jump they do, they jump to a planet. And I get it. There's that's a cool visual. Mm-hmm. There's it's incomprehensible. Like the there's it's constantly jumping and you don't really have any idea of like why this is dangerous what the stakes are if they mess it up how are people following them through these hyperspace uh, they jumps. explain that in last jedi grant that they can do that they explain now. that from a ship a yeah. massive ship not tie fighters <laughs> um but say they miniaturized it sure um there's like one scene where there's two falcons, and I legitimately didn't have enough time to process whether the falcon was flying over like water or something because it seemed like the other falcon was above it, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's like there's a mirrored surface that was above it. I couldn't see one. That's what I thought. I don't know if they're saying that they jumped to Corellia, which is like where the Falcon was made, so there just happened to be another one flying next to I I literally don't know what happened. I will have to see that slow down or something. But like it's just <laughs> paced poorly. Yeah. I so and it, I and it's an example that I feel like stands for a lot of the stuff around I, it. I would like, say I don't disagree. No stakes, 
just throwing yeah, everything no stakes, at the wall. It's a cool visual. Like, uh, it is stupid. I I personally think it is within the realm of J.J. Abrams, like, oh, this is dumb, but it's a cool visual, so fine, whatever. Uh, I will say, I liked it when I saw it in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 already, so I don't need it you again. You mean when it was established? Yeah, it had better stakes, and, and uh, the one part in that scene that I did kind of go like, oh, I don't like, like, that probably shouldn't play like that, was them hitting light speed w- clearly with debris in front of them. It's like, oh, that you're just gonna die if you do that. Right. Um, sure. But, yeah, it's the, that is a thing that I'm like, by this point, I am already like, brain turned down to 2% battery. That's like, yeah, fine. <laughs> I There are so many more things to talk about. <laughs> I know. I know there are. I, I know. I'll try uh, not to be as, as specific. But, like, you're, it's, it's, you're not uh, wrong, but I just, I just use it as a and as an example. A litmus for a lot test, of yeah. Around, but, I yeah, yeah I. Oof, oh boy. Um, um, one thing I want to talk about with Palpatine, the way that he's introduced, and it, it's more true in the end, but it's mm-hmm. weird how like fucking. I personally, I find it super detached from understanding what has made Palpatine interesting in the past. Because either he's interesting because he's, like, super low-key, and, like, uh, I because he is a behind-the-scenes puppet master kind of thing, or he's interesting because he's just a normal politician who rises to power through normal politician means that just happens to be an evil space wizard. Whereas this movie is all evil space wizard, you know, mm. he is so fucking detached from any like, and maybe now that I'm thinking about it from in this structure, maybe it was intentional. Palpatine is completely detached from any real life metaphor. At I think in this movie, he doesn't function <laughs> at like. You know, prequel trilogy, it's like, oh, that's Bush. That's Bush era politics. Like the whole, like, very obviously. And this is like, oh, what's Palpatine a metaphor? Jack shit. He is so fucking cartoony space wizard. He is more cartoony space wizard than, like, any Tolkien bad guy that have, like, at least it's just, like, authoritarianism metaphors. It's like, no. Because where does his army come from? The f- fucking uh, ice. Like, who gives a shit? Who are his followers? They don't even have faces. Who gives a shit? Like, yeah. So, yeah. That's, I, I think that makes. I think that was. The, yeah, that's an overarching like, problem. Is that it's like not only are you bringing this villain back, you're. He was so definitively dead that I really have to treat. Yeah, I have to treat Rise of the Skywalker. Emperor as essentially its own character. And once I do that, it's like, oh, this is the shittiest villain. Like, it's the worst Star Wars villain. Uh, You and like, you don't even you're not even leveraging the character's history outside of name and actor. Like, you know, can we just briefly? I think it was at the very least a missed opportunity, but I think a little bit more than that. 
when we're establishing that the emperor exists and we have like a brief the resistance saying oh yeah so the emperor's back and stuff and someone just asked like some randos like how is that possible then yeah. we get a d-list character who is completely new to this movie and to the was entire it, series. Was it Pippin? Was it Pippin? It was Pippin. Okay. It's, it's essentially a celebrity cameo. cameo. It's just yeah. that he's, you know, like, but like, it's like just... Well, he's he's a, a friend of JJ's. He's not really a... Right. I feel like that's different than a celebrity cameo, but... Well, yeah. uh, but I guess my point is, is that he's this inconsequential nobody in the story. Yeah. He's, like, we've never seen him before. They didn't yep. even get... You know Carrie Fisher's daughter, who we've seen several times before, yeah, or who was an actual you know, used like, character last time, yeah, right. Like we haven't seen anybody at all that we like. No, it's just this dude just pipes up and it's like, oh yeah, like the dark side of the force and like doing clone experiments and stuff, right? And then everybody's like, yeah, it's yeah. Like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, like. Yes, cloning is a thing because there's mm-hmm. a whole war named after it. But uh, is everybody just assuming that this is how what happened to like? I guess the I movie just assumes you at least have a passing uh, memory of is it Dark Empire yeah, that did? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, you already know about Dark Empire, so we don't have to fucking explain it. <laughs> <laughs> like, which is shit. I hate it. I hate it a lot, but I... Well, that's the thing. I'm not even... I'm still not sure if Palpatine in the movie is a clone. I don't think he is. was a clone. I think Snoke's a clone, maybe. Snoke is definitely some kind of test tube baby. Like, I I don't think he's a clone, because it's like, well, why did they all turn out the same and look nothing like Ian McDermott? Like, that doesn't make sense. So I don't think they're clones. I think they're just weird test tube... Well, puppets and like he made Snoke. Did he like his consciousness was in Snoke? Maybe no, it doesn't seem like that because he specifically talks about transferring consciousness into someone else. So like, yeah, I don't probably no. hasn't already done it. Yeah, like, I don't you know, understand. Doesn't make sense. There's zero attempts to yeah, cover also, it in any way like that is intelligible. Yeah, I'm gonna, I have to skip forward just a little bit just to have okay, some okay. semblance of positivity in my life. Uh, the idea of actually using, having Leia train Rey in a, ma- like, in an explicitly master-like role, I liked. I liked that. I didn't totally. expect it to do that. I thought it was going to be like, ah, Ray's got to teach herself because, like, no, no one has worn uh, a, a robe and a hood, so no one else is allowed to be a Jedi or to teach Ray anything. And it's like, um, yeah. So I like that. Okay. And uh, uh, I, I, okay. I, I, I'm going to stop on Ray your break. So, okay. okay, I not really, but like. So, okay, in my list of things that I liked the idea of in this movie, mm-hmm. Leia as, like, showing Leia and how she went further into actual Jedi training. Yeah. You know, skipping way ahead and stuff, like, showing it and then also having her be a master to Rey and stuff. Mm-hmm. I like all of that a lot. I definitely do. 
Um, really quickly, though. Mm-hmm. In the training, this is pedantic, and I know it, and I'm just, I'm just curious, because I feel like I just didn't understand something, mm-hmm. and it, I feel like that about a lot of this movie, and I feel like some of it might have an answer, a lot of it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So, during Ray training... Okay, like her obstacle course thing? Yes. Okay. There is a part... Mm-hmm. She runs across a thing, like she runs in one direction, and runs to like a red ribbon mm-hmm. or something, and cuts it and takes a piece of the ribbon, and then runs back with the ribbon like she's playing some sort of Jedi capture the flag, mm-hmm. and then nothing ever happens with that ribbon. Oh fuck I off! Don't, I don't understand. I legitimately was like, they, it, it just was one of those things where I was just like, okay, wait, like, hold on. Okay. I don't, like, I just don't understand the, the, what, what's happening. Like, what is the I agree. That is happening? I, my brain leapt to like, oh, and then she's going to use that as a, a blindfold for the next sequence. Right. And yes, then they did exactly. it. So then I guess it was like, can you lightsaber this ribbon and this is your target? Yes, you successfully lightsaber okay. the ribbon. Just making sure it's that's stupid. what it is. Okay. I assume that's what it is. I don't disagree. It read weird and awkward, but it is like not said, worth talking about no, no, more no, no, than that. I lo- no, no, no. Like this is one of the things that yeah. is not a problem with the movie is, or whatever. It's I. It's one of the only things that I saw that I didn't understand why it was happening. Yes. But also didn't think like, oh, this is just a like, I didn't know if it was a fuck-up or if I just misunderstood something. Yeah, Everything I, else I, seemed I like think a fuck-up. This just felt like I didn't understand what was going on. I think it is okay. both. It is simultaneously, okay. like, you didn't... They made it seem, like, more than it was, and therefore you thought you needed to, okay. to understand okay. it. It's like, eh, it's I'm just okay a... I'm okay with that. Yeah. It, it's okay whether, yeah I, 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 again, I'm not, not saying that's a, a yeah. negative thing about the movie world. I'm just... Curious, I, I will say that is a really good example. That I didn't get. That's a really good example of even the things that work in this movie are not things that work in film. They work as, and then she does a training obstacle course. That sentence works. The depiction mm-hmm. of that sentence occurring is confusing and weird, and that right. that holds true to a lot of this movie right. of like. Which is oh. why I think it's also like not just a bad star or something, but like, it's just not. There's bits that are just not well shown. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Like, uh, like, like I, I'm gonna. This is gonna hop into like kind of the main the main plot, which is okay. uh, our main characters doing a more traditional Indiana Jones like adventure story to find the MacGuffin through a series yeah. of riddles and puzzles. That yeah. sentence sounds pretty fucking cool. Uh, the problem is like, hey, why the uh, why did the emperor do it like that though? Why did the emperor write a riddle on a knife that then you have to line the knife up with the debris of his old house? And it's like, right. hey, what did the riddle ways, tell you like- about? <laughs> what did the riddle tell you where the where the holy grail is in the house? Before the house falls down, not after. 
like that's one of those things where like okay maybe it's i think this is because of my love for pulp action films <laughs> and pulp like i pulp adventure films to me all of that stuff is not good but yeah. it is a standard level of not good that I'm used to. Okay. Like, I've I seen bad pulp adventure films that I still enjoy because they're fun. And yes, it's stupid that you have to be standing in this one specific place to line up the thing, to cause the beam to go into the thing. Like, that is true that that is a poor system and that it doesn't make any sense how they just happen to stumble into it. That's all valid. I- but I wasn't even questioning I'm, for, that. For me, I'm used to that kind of yeah. like level of convenience that I'm just like. I I'm okay with I the convenience with of solving the puzzles because like the puzzle has to be solved somehow. It's more hmm. the like because of the nature of it is like oh, the the Holy Grail is in. The Emperor's throne room. Perfect. So like the riddle, like the riddle is gonna lead us to the Death Star, and then we have to use our knowledge of history to understand that the Death Star has actually crashed on the Forest Moon of Endor. That's what I expected. Versus the riddle leads us to the Emperor's throne room, and the riddle reminds us that it is crashed on Endor. It's like, hey, Emperor? Maybe you should move it to not your, like, broken-down-ass home. Like, why don't you move it to any of your other secret hideouts, or your or your demon city, or anything like that? Not, like, that. that's the part, and then, like, it's, see, like, sure. having the Emperor... Re- inside. Yeah. yeah, and then having the Emperor reference it again later of, like, I set up my weird riddle puzzle... Because I specifically wanted you to get here. And I'm like, that makes sense. Except, I feel like you could have achieved that goal in a way that did not include a weird riddle puzzle. <laughs> like, like well, if you wanted that. her to get to the evil city of evil people, I don't think making her go to Endor first to get the map to the evil city was the right way to do that. Right. That's a very, like, I think that that, so that's an interesting point, because I feel like I I see where, like, what it feels to me like what happened is they came up with this Pulp Adventure scavenger hunt thing, right? And then they're like, well, it would be cool if for the twist he wanted her to get here. Like, they never went back and reassessed that right. this puzzle was set up by this character as a like specific for like part of their plan. Yeah. It, so it, like yeah, why that, didn't they just part, make an easier plan? Yeah, like, that part drives me nuts. And then also the the whole puzzle reads like it was the puzzle was created in the present, and then they used time travel powers to like place the puzzle in the past. Because it's like, no, if, you, if you're if you making the puzzle in the context where that makes sense, the, the, the riddles and the puzzles would be different. And I think it would have actually made it more interesting if they had to, like, you know, like, I think it would be, it was such a missed opportunity where it's like, 
if you're able to use your knowledge of the original trilogy and time to like like if the audience is figuring out the riddles and the puzzle before like with the uh, with the characters or before them you know if it was like hey we you know if Dora the Explorer is like we need to go to the Emperor's throne room where is the Emperor's throne room again? And the audience is like, it's on Endor, because it, it blew up right, at the end of right. Endor. And you're like, oh shit, like that would have been more interesting than the throne room is on this specific rock on Endor, which the, like, that part is just like a missed opportunity thing, where sure. I think it's like uh, somewhat of the, the, the criticism you had with um uh endgame which was just like if you're gonna do a time travel story uh, do a good one or don't do one uh, you know here has had so many shitty endings <laughs> i um, agree i think endgame is better than this <laughs> like leaps is, and bounds but yes, in yes, the same uh, way it's like oh i really like the idea of a indiana jones like adventure within a star wars movie that sounds fucking awesome but like do a good one of that, please, if you're going to do that. Otherwise, just do a Star Wars movie. Okay, I have to get, I have to get to like, yeah. Okay, so there's a couple things. We've been going at, at, at examples it, like one at a time. Mm-hmm. I have to say, just overall, the worst systemic thing about this movie is that it feels like it was fearfully made. It feels like it is pandering and just like trying as hard as possible to not make it a thing that's good, but to just not get yelled at, and it and it resulted in like this weird fucking movie, right? That, and, and the like the thing I was disgusted by was like it was only carry it only cared about one like arguably half of the the quote unquote Star Wars fan base because like it is objectively a true that. The Last Jedi is divisive. It is not right. universally hated. It is right. equal parts either loved or hated. Like so, by that yeah. nature, I thought they, I thought they were going to do, um, you know, every everyone guys guys sometimes dunks on Rogue One because uh, Last Jedi haters love Rogue One only because of the Darth Vader scene. Um, but I love Rogue One because Jimmy Smith is in it. I I think it is, and like this is a real thing. I think it is extremely yeah. brave to acknowledge, like, hey, the prequels are universally panned, but they are canon. So fucking deal right. with it. And we are gonna re- in the areas where those elements make sense, we are going to adhere to what they have established. Uh, we are not going to steer into their worst aspects. You know, fucking Senator Jar Jar right. Banks doesn't show up in Rogue One. But yeah. they maintain Jimmy Smith as Bail Organa. That is brave, and they and I really aggressively appreciated that. I expected at least that. 
Uh, right. And that's I, something, by the way, that The Mandalorian and Jedi Fallen Order also both do. Right. Like, yeah. Like, both um, of them also do that. Like, yeah. They, uh, they, they will point towards all of Star Wars <laughs> to whenever it's appropriate. Yeah. And this movie did that in only one aspect in that. Some of Star Wars is trash, and that some of this movie was trash. That is how this movie respected <laughs> the previous eight movies like by being sometimes good and sometimes trash. So, okay. As, but yeah, so I, oh, I really, uh, I, the, oh, okay. I, I do, I do want to get at the things that, like, okay, there's some things that I aggressively dislike, and that I, I feel like. Just to get them out of the way, like they are different, they're in a different category from things like we've talked about some things that are just formally bad, <laughs> that are kind of like just not well made, you know, or paced poorly or whatever. Um, there's more, mm -hmm. but, oh, yeah. and we can talk about that if we need to. But like, I want to also talk about things that are bad, not just because of they are bad for any director to do them, but because of what they mean, mm -hmm. actually, um, because those are the things that piss yeah. me off the most uh, about this movie. So, so would, would Ro the way Rose is handled be an example yes. of that? Yes. yes. I, w I was trying to get to that, too. Like, so, I expected Rose to still be a character in the movie. Because, right. yes, while some people don't like her, other people really fucking like her. And honestly, and the thought, same thing happened yeah. with Ray, like Force Awakens. Some people really liked Ray, and some people really didn't. And Last Jedi, Jedi didn't remove Ray from the fucking franchise. No, right. Like it wasn't so, fucking petty. So in this movie, so from last movie, people, a lot of them racists yelled about Rose Tycho being in the movie. I'll say probably some of them are not racist, but a lot of racists yelled about Rose. Um, and furthermore, in the real world, a lot of racists yelled at Callie Marie Tran mm -hmm. and drove her off of social media because she was getting fucking abused by thousands of assholes and then this movie decided to take that character who was a main character in episode 8 and to have her maybe have her 30 seconds of screen time mm -hmm. no longer yeah. be a love interest she, she is the in other the movie and that is about all you um, can say and she doesn't have, like there's no there's no existence of her there's no of none of the other characters thinking about her mm -hmm. like it's not just like like you know oh like she's somewhere else but still a force or whatever like she's just not in it at all um <sighs> she's just gone yeah and that like it's such a fucked up, cowardly fucking decision mm -hmm. that it really pissed me yep, off. I like, agree. I, I could see it, like I could see her not having 
a primary role mm-hmm. in this film. Like in the last film, a lot of her presence was because she was a point of view character that showed us, the audience and Finn, how to view the force and how to view the resistance. Like she served a very specific purpose for the theme of that film. And it's understandable if the theme of this film was different, that you'd spend less time with her. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm not, you know, like, that's okay. That that would be fine. Um, but this movie just kind of abandoned her, like, completely. Like, I feel like it's just real fucked up. Yep. And, it, like, there's not really much more that you can say about it other than it's real fucked up specifically to the person, Kelly Marie Tran, but also just to everybody else who was a fan of that character or what that character stood mm-hmm. for. There's also, besides the themes of everybody being connected to the Force and her being inspired by the resistance of the Force and all that, there's also the fact that it was a female person of color who was big in this movie, mm-hmm. and then now... Because racist people didn't like it, she's just gone. Yep. Yep, I hate it. And it's real fucked up. Okay, so Uh I want to add add a layer to it, because I I agree. I feel like a lot of... or I I think a lot of the the intellectual and and, uh, good-spirited Star Wars fans that exist in the world will have similar takes. The thing, I, the layer I want to add to this is, I now realize I hate that situation extra. When also JJ's fucking dumbass chucklehead friends are given larger parts, <laughs> I hate that snapping. Delexicop is back and given more of a role than Rose, and Pippin is added and given more of a role than Rose. You know, like, I think that adds an extra wrinkle, because you can't be like, oh, well, she didn't naturally fit into the story I was trying to tell. Like, maybe, maybe you can say that. I disagree. I think you're already doing an ensemble story thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, it feels fucking awkward as shit when you try to make it like C-3PO was part of this crew the whole time. Um, (laughs) So it's like, you. I think... I think Rose being with them, very doable. But if you want to say not possible, fuck it, fine. But the fact that they have, like, added chuckleheads to just give expository lines that could have easily just been her character, just to give it a little bit more, like, hey, this character exists. The the fact that, like, fucking Admiral Akbar's nephew is a new character or some bullshit, just, like, some random... uh, Mon Marian is just like there and has like multiple lines of dialogue to so, just I, I don't know why I don't this, like I assume the fucking comic book will explain it or something but like there is room to give that character more things to do with nothing else about this fucking trash movie changed that's true I think there's also some things that I that felt weird to me I don't know how the best way to describe it but I want to just mention it where there's a, a significant part of what I assume could have been, and maybe in some draft, part of Rose's 
role mm-hmm. that's replaced with this other character who it's it, it's tough because I feel I do feel uh, that I'm coming at this from an ignorant like level. I, I I don't understand the intricacies of what this means or could mean to people. But I want to mention that I stumbled on it. I guess just mm-hmm. to be like a full honesty. So they got another character who is also a woman of color. So I guess it's good that they didn't get you know a white guy. Um, but they got another character to show up and be like, hey, I'm a former stormtrooper as well, and I'm now going to be the person that runs with you, John Boyega. And it just, like, it just felt like it made more sense to me that that Mm -hmm. should have been Rose's character (laughs) the entire time. Like, she just didn't seem to be a character that was given much of anything to do. Um, Yeah, I I don't know if I would say, like, oh, it makes more sense to be Rose, because, like, oh, I guess at the end... Yes, I wasn't. I forgot that she had a presence at the end. If I'm being honest, that character, but yeah, um, because yeah, like her whole, introduction whole... is so fucking awkward. Um, yeah, and like yeah, I weird. I don't like the the significance of that representation in the movie. I I do not have the the background to really speak to as well, so I'm not going to try to. But I will say, to me, it was very bizarre. Because it was the characters introduced in a setting where it doesn't really make sense to me to have just like a, coll- a like a collection of people living there in this capacity because they're just on Endor. Right. It's like oh, there's just people living here, I guess, um, I and they like... help. But they, she's intri- like she her backstory is given very expositionally, uh, which seems would be fine except her backstory is just Finn's backstory again. Right. 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 Like, so and but there doesn't seem to be a point to it. Right. Like and then she she he does, acts like for a second he's like what there's other stormtroopers yeah. but nothing ever becomes of that. They still kill a bunch of stormtroopers yelling woo and like yeah. It's never so, it doesn't yeah, pay it, off in any way shape or form. Yeah, cuz honestly by that point I don't think you need yeah, I don't think you need those, those characters at that point at all. And then if it's like, oh, but who's going to help Finn when they're on the Star Destroyer, then it does become easier to be like, bros, probably. Right. Um, right. I and then think... there's also, like, there's just a lot of weird shit with that character. Because then there's that whole thing at the end where it's like, it's un- it's unclear whether or not Billy Dee Williams is hitting on her, or... Yeah. Like what the fuck's going on? That would like, be uh as a like if you actually read the text of all of the Star Wars movies, that makes more sense than anything else. I my only well, but it's just it's just fucking weird. It's just odd. Yeah, my like, my cynical understanding of the the purpose of that my non in narrative fiction uh is oh, we added another person of color character People are gonna ask if she's Billy D. Williams' daughter, and either they're setting up a spinoff to explore that possibility, or 
they wanted to at least hang a lampshade on the fact that you, the idiot, uh, not you, Grant, but you, whoever, right. the idiot Star Wars fan who every time you meet a character, you ask them who their parents are and what their profession was. Uh, they at least are hanging a lampshade on the fact that that question will exist. If they introduce a black woman character with that, whose parents are not unknown, there's going to be a YouTuber who says, are they fucking Billy D. Williams' daughter? And they were like, let's make a extremely awkward scene to acknowledge that that's going to happen. I don't know why they thought confusing. that was necessary. It, it, it made it worse. It made everything yep. more confusing. Yep, like, I agree. I'm not saying okay. I agree with the intention or the execution. More that's like, I think I know why this is here. Or, yeah. I th- or I think I know why the person, people making this movie thought this should be here. Mm-hmm. Which is that. Okay. Well, um, okay. I, uh, another, another thing okay. I really quickly wanted to get to was okay. the concept of Kylo Ren having a redemption while not entirely without possibility or merit. I... I think it was handled really poorly, and to me, again, it felt like an apology and a stepping back to a, oh shit, sorry, a lot of people shipped them, so we'll we'll do that. And even though by the end of 8, we get a very clear situation where, uh, like, there was hope, and then there was no longer that mm. hope. Uh, it, like, even Luke says that, there's, that he's not here to save him. Yeah. And, like, Kylo also specifically, there was hope that he they would team up. They did team up. And then he revealed himself to not be a good guy, but to just be a different kind of bad guy. Yeah. Who's, like sniveling and still shitty and wants to just fuck everything out, like, just kill everything in the past, and is still a toxic person, like, so, fundamentally. And, I, and it, to me, if the the way it was handled, yes. this turnaround in this movie was, he's a bad guy, but I can fix him, and that's a fucking shitty message yeah. to send people. So it the redemption could, be, it could have been done. I right. think there's okay. a world in which it could have been done well. It was I not. think the the redemption arc is a weird thing where like so Jenny Nicholson has been talking about this a lot since the last yeah. movie and and as a fan I I of hers I get the argument like I understand the argument of hey in Star Wars universe in this you know similar to like sex of Christianity, one act of selflessness, as far as the universe of Star Wars concern is concerned, can absolve you of your past sins. Now the pro and that is proven with Darth Vader because he is, you know, he is also redeemed by saving Luke and killing the Emperor, despite <laughs> the fact that he killed the Emperor. <laughs> yeah, apparently failing to kill the Emperor. But he has done horrible things for 
fucking yeah, like sure. most of the movies. The difference is if you don't count the prequels because the prequels were made after the fact, we don't see him do anything particularly horrible. We know he's doing it because he's on the bad guy team and he's in charge, but we're not mm-hmm. actively seeing it. So I think from a just a cinematic storytelling perspective, you can make that argument a lot easier in, with Vader, even though like, yeah, you could probably say Vader and uh, Kylo Ren are have done equally horrendous crimes. But because we see Kylo Ren's crimes, I, I do think it, it is way more difficult to make a convincing uh, redemption arc. And this was not that. Uh, well, and also for Darth Vader, the arc of him, his redemption, is a movie and a half long. Ever since, right. like, the whole, and the whole point is, like, you see him as an evil symbol in, in the first situation, mm-hmm. and then we find out, oh no, he's Luke's father, everything's more complicated now, Yeah, I have to humanize him more, and then we spend a movie and a half humanizing him. Mm-hmm. Or like trying to figure out, like, oh, I, I see that there's good in him. I can, I can figure, like, you know, like, and and just in general, I will also just say that the setup of a shitty absent father who, event, like, redeems himself at some point mm-hmm. is, it's not as set up in the movie like the movie doesn't point to it that way mm-hmm. like that is the background but it's not the way that it's pointed to in any of the movies and it isn't set up to be as problematic of a direct comparison to right. real life right Whereas, that is the yeah i agree that it is a from the the fable uh kind of aspect we know better than to tell this story this way in the present mm-hmm. like yeah in the like it you could say it fits within the thematic world of star wars but if you're going to do that and you're going to do that in the modern times you have to do it more carefully and this movie does not i will add i personally think the uh because of lines like uh leia telling luke i know my son's gone and then luke says no one's ever really gone i i think there is and then because of the way he like threatens to haunt Kylo Ren with guilt and blah blah blah. And right. I think up, I think there I mean. is room left the possibility. For, yeah. 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 That's I don't I mean. think like the yeah. idea can happen. Like there is a way that he could be shown to be yeah, redeemed. I, I don't think the Last Jedi is, made but, a case uh, against is, it aggressively. Right. I think the, no, I specifically think that the problem with this movie is that it it puts too much of the impetus for that change on Ray. That's yeah. the problem. Ray shouldn't be involved with his redemption arc. Yeah, in my opinion, like it because their relationship is set up in a, such a way that it makes it a fucked up thing. If she's like, oh, I just need to love him harder and he won't be bad anymore like that which has obviously horrible real world implications as a lesson so like you know, i mean and like they 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 do have like they do have 
con memory and and stuff that shows up. Which mm-hmm. like it's one of those things where it's just like I don't know, it just feels like they just didn't know what they were doing. Right, because like I, I think that his redemption arc is actually more this. awkward and sloppy than that. Because like is what? I I think it's actually more awkward and sloppy than the the concern of so like I think the the actual like Ray feel the, the the idea that Ray is an inceptor of his redemption arc. I think that actually exists a lot more in the Last Jedi, but the Last Jedi teaches the lesson of like, yeah, you, that was bad and you you were wrong. Right. And- that's no. That's what I mean. That the, the Je- Last Jedi says don't do that, and then yeah. in this movie. She well, does it. I, <laughs> like so, do so I might be the, mis- she specifically heals him after stabbing him, and it's like, oh, because she did an oopsie, she's like still got to be like, oh, I'm I think that, that I scene can be. be I think that scene can be interpreted different ways. I think the the very ending with the actual kiss is more fucked up because I think his redemption arc is handled sloppily in that. His redemption arc is he's a bad guy, and then he dies, and then he comes back to life, so he's a good guy. Her, her healing him, and I want to talk about Force healing in its own thing in a second. Uh, her healing him could be interpreted as separate from, like, oh, it is Kylo Ren, and I want to save him, and more just like, hey, I'm a Jedi, I shouldn't be killing people i think it's weak because the jedi do that a lot yeah um but i didn't interpret it as like oh no kylo ren my love i need to save you i thought of it more as like in the same i i tied i did because she said i wanted to be with ben oh that's fuck i completely forgot about dialogue yeah yeah Yeah, that undoes i think i'm i'm remembering my interpretation moment to moment so like when she heals him i was thinking similarly of when she accidentally killed chewbacca just kidding no she didn't which fuck oh oh my god that was stupid um but the like oh i feel horrible guilt and fear about overdoing my abilities i interpreted the same thing of like i accidentally murdered someone and I'm going to use my force healing to undo that. That's how I interpreted it's that at that it's moment. You're right, they add dialogue it, that makes it worse. I, I think it's complicated because I think that it, that exists in there because that's kind of sort of a thing for her through mm-hmm. this movie. Not like it doesn't, it's not really a struggle. I don't know. It's one of those things it's like this movie just feels like it, it would be better if, like, everything about this movie feels like it would be better if it was its own trilogy. Like, it's trying to <laughs> cram in a trilogy worth of thoughts into the last movie, and because of that, it rushes everything and does everything <laughs> for it. Like, but you also brought up the fact that every single time that there are stakes in this movie, they. Uh, undermine them yep. with jokes and immediately walking them yeah, back. I can uh, uh, undermine them with jokes. I I am afraid to dance around that criticism just because it was a thing that I felt against Force Awakens and no one agreed. And then everyone thought the Last Jedi was too jokey, and I was like, 
So do you, who talks first? Do I talk first or do you talk first? And so no one like, understood. Here's the thing. So like, I agree, but I, I'm almost like just afraid to touch that one because anytime I, I do, I, I feel like it, I'm a crazy I'm person. <laughs> Jokes are fine, but they shouldn't be happening when one of the only characters that's in all nine movies is dying. Yeah. You shouldn't have a joke when C-3PO is being memory wiped. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, but he came back, so it's fine. <laughs> well, they even acknowledge that. It's like, hey, we have a MacGuffin where this drama doesn't matter, and he's like, yeah, but I mean, don't think about that. <laughs> that's kind of the problem. Like, yeah. They, like, they, they try to create a moment of gravitas, and I actually put that down as one of the things that I like the idea of, of giving C-3PO some gravitas, because he is a jokey character for mm-hmm. most of the series. He is also, though, like, going back to the beginning of episode four, he's a point-of-view character. So yep. it actually is cool to be able to give him some gravitas. His words were a little clunky. I don't know why he's saying that these are his friends. They're kind yeah, of his friends, I suppose. Sucked. But, like... <laughs> Not, no, not they're like not. Like been hanging out with yeah, them you all the time with them for the last two movies. <laughs> but, but I can in some area where he gets some gravitas to say something. I'm cool with that, mm-hmm. and making him a part of the the plot is fun again. Like it's good. Like it's cool to have him be like, oh, like I have the way ability to translate it. Like that, you know, like that's a that that concept is cool. Mm-hmm. But then. It's just poorly managed, and then again, just like they step on his his shutting down by making a joke, and then they immediately are just like, "Oh no, it's cool!" Like we'll get two more jokes out of it, and then just give him his memory back. Yeah, and 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 maybe that would be it. Wouldn't be great, but it would be more forgivable if they didn't do the same thing. Five other times. Yeah, it, I think it, Chewbacca's dead. No, he's not. Yeah, that will. Oh, no, that was not. aggressive. Uh, Ray's dead. No, she's not. <laughs> like they, that happens way too much so, in this movie. Yeah, Chewie felt like the biggest, most aggressive U-turn. C three PO. I think I would agree with you. I agree with you from the extent that they made that scene feel like it mattered in the trailer, like. It's a pretty main thing in the main trailer, and then it doesn't fucking matter. I will say, I did love the little monkey man, because that was like... Yeah, he's cute. Yeah, I like him. Uh, We need to talk about force healing. Because we mentioned Rey died and then she came back, and specifically because Kylo... I'm sorry, Ben Solo uh, brought her back. Mm Mm-hmm. How I I need your take before I deep dive into force healing because maybe you'll be able to convince me otherwise. Okay. How do you feel so, about it in general? My here's my how I was exposed to it. Just so you get that. Okay. Um, there is, um, there's some like probably legends EU stuff that that have, has talked about in very small levels of, mm-hmm. like, force healing and stuff. That's kind of some of the... For, so, like, you know, I was familiar with the concept of that being a possibility. And it ties into the just, like, it force is flowing through everything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Then I saw slight spoiler for The Mandalorian. There is in the episode of The Mandalorian that came out the day before. Okay, I have not watched the, that one yet, movie. just so you know. Right. So I there don't know if you can is, speak around is, that without that. I can't. Okay. There's a four ceiling scene in it. Like, small. Okay, that's fine. That, but, yeah, so that exists. And when I saw it in The Mandalorian, I was like, okay, yeah, I've heard about that in Legends, like, I'm okay with the concept. And in The Mandalorian, it's not like bringing Ebi back from the dead. So, mm. so you know, here's okay. my... In the movie, it was treated okay at first. Um, I think it, it's the only thing... I have to give it some level of credit because it's the only thing in the movie that has a setup and then a payoff. That is like, true there's no other thing in the movie that does that, so I think it's cool that it has a setup <laughs> and then a payoff. It does um, the fucking bare minimum. <laughs> it doesn't... The problem is that they immediately crank it to 11, yep. where it's like, heal a little, like, a, a not a great, like, wound on a, on a snake monster... And then it ratchets straight up to a lightsaber through the body yep. is healed, which that seems like a big jump to me. Mm -hmm. But then it goes way, way, way further because Ray fucking dies. She is dead. There is like props to whoever, like, I don't know if there's special effects or whatever, but. She actually looked like a dead body. Yeah. I was actually impressed. And she was dead. And then she's brought back to life. Yep. So here's my issue with it. In in I, I have some things to add. My issue with it when they first introduce it. I think it, I am fine with them. The healing the snake wound thing. Except for the way Ray talks about it is like. I gave some of my life force to heal to the snake to heal the snake. Right. That to me is a misunderstanding of the force. You do not yeah, have a quantity of yeah. the force to move around. Right. It's not water and cups. You don't own, you don't, uh, own the force. Yes, you it's, don't own it. You do not have uh, a, a... In fact, I'm pretty sure a line ex almost exactly like that is spoken in Last Jedi. Yeah, you do not have a like, bucket of force it. in you that you can then dip into someone else. Uh, and then, mm -hmm. so here's the... But that at least it is painted as uh you know sacrificial and um you know selfless in nature to help others so i'm like okay fine then we get to kylo ren getting stabbed and the problem i have with force healing Painted as a light side power in this context, and again when it was used to resurrect Ray, is that it is explicitly it is a dark side power. It is being used selfishly to save or resurrect a person you have a personal attachment to 
the exact thing that drove Anakin, Anakin Skywalker to yeah, the dark yeah, side was yeah. he was in search of that yep. literal fucking thing. Yep. So mm-hmm. that is like, it's one of those things where like, if you think of the force as only space magic and it's just, the force is just a different word for mana points. Fine. It totally reads as a healer ability as a, you know, white light, white magic ability. But in the rules, in the way the Force is talked about in the previous mm. six movies, that's explicitly not true. They're, they, yeah. What they do is stated in the prequels to be dark side, and in just the general philosophy of the Force, it's like, you don't use the Force, or, or generally speaking, it is, if you are using the Force for selfish ends you're dipping into the dark side so a thing that is like the more aggressive that is true the more like bringing someone back from the dead it's like that is hardcore fucking dark side to me the only the only way okay i'm gonna play devil's advocate with it a little bit i generally think you're right but theoretically someone could make the argument that ben solo was thinking that Rey would be a better person mm-hmm. to be a Jedi that lived on than him. I, I think and, that and one is fair. I'm thinking of people. Yeah. Other, and he, I don't think that that's true because they make out. But yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I think he it does, is theoretically he does arguable. Poof. But. He, did, he does force poof after. So like you could say he sacrificed himself to bring her back. Which right. is no, inherently no, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So like that yeah, one I'm okay think, with. The the stab is actually the one I'm more annoyed about in that capacity. Right. Other than the yeah, like, I agree. That's a dark that is a, like she fucked up and wants to correct it. Yeah. Other than the like yeah. bring someone back from the dead is the power. Oh dude, Anakin maybe she saw. retconned maybe she retconned Chewie onto a different transport through the force. Yeah, right. Because she would fell bad. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he rematerialized on another transport. Yeah, uh, so because... I had a lot of problems with Force healing, <laughs> even though so, it felt like a video game power. Here's, well, okay, so this, I think Force healing in this movie, the way it's depicted, it's kind of... <sighs> okay, so a big problem is that it's sort of, I, I think, in this movie, what is supposed to be seen as the dark mirror of Force healing is what mm-hmm. Palpatine's trying to do of living on through another body or whatever. Yeah. The problem is that all of this is very ill-defined and vague as shit. And, like, <laughs> the problem with it is that it's not very clear from a, like, visual, demonstrable standpoint, what all these people are talking about with their different, like, living on or having the spirit of the Jedi or the Sith in them or forcing, like, all that stuff is kind of ill-defined. And the problem is that it's also the crux of the plot. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it can be, stuff can be ill-defined if it's less important to the direct plot, you know, but when it's really directly there it's like okay you need to spend a little more time showing it but but 
the movie in that third act it in terms of misunderstanding force powers um the movie turns into a really generic action movie with visual effects right in that end section so i i didn't think of it until you started the sentence uh blue laser in the sky yeah yep holy shit i I thought about it in my ass like sitting on my ass in the theater in button seat i was like fucking a blue laser into the sky are you fucking kidding me i didn't pick up on the trope i just was like oh well that's stupid like and then and then it turns into dementor sucking soul out of uh both ben oh and the, see Ray. i was thinking uh and, matching wands oh no no, no, no. pointing my wand so hard at you harry no no no, no 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 you're just thinking of two different moments okay first first it was dementor sucking the soul out of them oh yeah i remember yeah later, was that it was i'm pointing oh, my wand so hard why at couldn't you. he have just wanted was... to do that in the beginning like the fact that that okay so i agree visual sci-fi action of that sucks because it's just it's it's just that it's the dementors kiss and, and right but the, it's the like the the like hard right turn of like what is palpatine's motivation it is that he is a zombie and therefore he needs specifically his granddaughter ray why specifically his granddaughter fuck you that's why blood matters no 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 it's, be- it's worse it's because blood matters. oh right because this is and you we, can only we're going be born with the force through blood right so and also we're going full magic and not the force yeah. has any philosophical things it's yeah. just like yeah. blood magic mm-hmm. i mean yeah. i'm i'm bad wizard yeah. um yeah so yeah. he needs ray he's gonna put his soul into Ray, and he can only do that because they're related, uh, and that is the way that he will regain his his life and his youth and whatever. Oh, but also he can Dementors kiss them and also get his youth, youth back. It's like, right. hey, Ian McDermott, maybe just do that? Unless you, I mean, like, <laughs> unless you want to be like a cute so, 20-something girl, like, and if that's the case, like, Go like I I'm okay with that. It just makes your motivations sure they, fucking confusing they, that you want yeah. to become Daisy Ridley, and then he's like, "Ah, oh, fine, I'll go with my backup plan of healing my zombie body." So here's God damn it. Uh, okay, I'm gonna talk about the place where I feel like this came from. Okay, just knowing it like I, I he's obviously JJ is obviously taking inspiration from a lot of EU stuff mm-hmm. um and I think in, like there's fine that's fine taking good stuff from anywhere is okay but here's like again all of this shit doesn't get explained not even in this like it doesn't get explained until the third act of this movie Whereas, like, it's important enough that it probably should have been set up at least a movie ago. Like, but they didn't get that, so instead of abandoning their idea, they just decided to go full bore and keep going and try to just do it. Mm -hmm. And then instead of explaining it in the beginning of this movie or something, they just try to cram it all in at the end and hope you don't notice. 
But the uh, like there is probably, in my opinion, the best series of Star Wars books is the Darth Bane trilogy. It's super dope as fuck. Okay. Um, and part of the Darth Bane trilogy, and Bane, Darth Bane has shown up in, uh, I think, Rebels and stuff, like, as a holocron, but... So it is technically, it's canon, or <laughs> to some degree. But part of the Darth Bane trilogy is that Darth Bane is the one who establishes the rule of two that they don't ever follow, but it's the rule of two where there's always a master and an apprentice, and that's it for the Sith. And it, it goes into why, and it sort of it, it, it ties in well into like a like a Sith understanding of the Force as being a commodity and being greedy about it and stuff. Even mm-hmm. though it's kind of like so it's kind of like Orange Lantern-y stuff. Anyways, yeah. um, the cool thing in that story that they were trying to do is that Darth Bane was trying to find a way to live forever and his kind of solution it's sort of hinted at is that he might like he fights his apprentice and dies but it's hinted that his sub his consciousness transfers to some degree to his apprentice gotcha because of the way that that trilogy is set up it's compelling and and, and it pays off. So that's what that bullshit was in this movie. So yes. And, and the problem is, is that it's not really explored elsewhere. It's kind of sort of, uh, explored in the Palpatine book when, Mm -hmm. when in the movie, in the prequels, Palpatine talks about Darth Plagueis, the wise or whatever, when he's talking about the dark force, power to Anakin and Mm -hmm. says the Dark Plagueis didn't find a way to replicate that thing in the Dark in the Palpatine book which talks about him growing into a Sith and stuff Plagueis is trying to recreate that Darth Bane shit Mm -hmm. and fails we think and so okay so like there are elements that relate to Palpatine that like it feels like someone who knows that their shit probably told JJ about and, mm-hmm. and like, you know, like, okay, we have this thing that we can do this thing. Like, but <laughs> none of it's expl- like, so yeah, that's really it. interesting. Like, I know this. I know this because I read four fucking yeah. books. That, that is interesting. Like, I'm really glad you brought that up. Cause to me, that aspect read as a, Another example of a gross misunderstanding of the, in this case, the conflict between Luke and Palpatine in episode uh, four, five, six. Because um, in that, he, you know, you, we have a similar thing of Palpatine trying to goad Luke into attacking him, you know, and, but in the context of that scene, it is not to perform some dark wizard spell. No, it no. is purely to prove a, a both sides argument and to, pr- and right. to like prove the fallacy of Luke's fate. Like it's a, it's a faith test essentially that like, Hey, Jediism is about 
not maintaining world worldly attachment to anything including people and while you are fighting for peace and life you're not supposed to be easily angered by the threat of your friends getting killed essentially like that's mm -hmm. that's what he's trying to prove that luke is right. not upholding the ideals of the jedi properly and because of that he should instead turn to the dark side i think it's a, a little muddled even in that context but in this one it's like ray i want you to attack me why to prove i'm not a very good jedi no, because it will do an evil dark wizard spell and put some of my soul right. in you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Ben is here. Oh, okay. Well, since I have the power of two, I will uh, Dementors kiss you instead, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> what the fuck was that happening? And then it's like, also don't embarrass me in front of all my CGI mannequin friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh god that ending I think now that we're talking like we've moved away from like talking about it, the movie chronologically the movie sucks the most at the very beginning and the very end I think I, I, oh for I, sure now that I'm thinking it's about it Palpatine everything around Palpatine is the part that sucks yeah. the problem is yeah. mm -hmm. that is the point like that is the goal of the movie. He is the villain. Right. The middle becomes this kind of pointless. Yeah, the, yeah. it becomes just a ride that you're like, yeah, fine, whatever. Right. Uh, right. I Like, post-girlfriend, yeah. ex-girlfriend, whatever. Little monkey man, he's cute. Yeah, I, right, right. I, I, I will it say, is, <sighs> yeah. there's bad things in there, like the Chewy death and stuff, but right. I will say, also... So, uh, there's also still pandering and bullshit with, like, I the Knights of Rin are there. Oh, they check fucking suck. Because, because, check, checkbox because the racist fucking haters were like, why? Why no Knights of Rin? Why? You said those words. I want those words put, paid off. Put Knights of Rin in there instead of Rose. Anyways, so, like, the Knights of Rin... <laughs> They are way, way, way worse than I ever could have imagined. Yep. They are worse than Phasma. They are worse by far than the Praetorian Guard. Oh, the, the Praetorian Guard, Guard are amazing. Like the dope ass fucking fight. Yeah. So like the here's the thing. I was under the assumption, and maybe this is a mistaken one that the Knights of Ren were other students of Luke's that, because, like, they say he took some other students of, mm -hmm. of Luke's and, like, destroyed everything. But then why do they fight uh, with a big stick and a shovel right. and a coat yeah, hanger they, yeah. and they fight a with, like, they fight with, like, junkyard scraps that are turned into axes. Yeah. Like, I don't understand that. I, also, I was under the same assumption as well. really incompetent for the most part. Like, they keep, like, just kind of walking around and showing up and then only become an actual thing when they need to fight against Kylo or Ben Solo. Yeah. And it's never really clear, like, oh, wait, what were the Knights of Rin? Did they know about him turning to Ben? Like, 
how are, why are they with Palpatine? Okay, whatever. Yeah. But I will say that it's leading into I will the the one thing that the movie kept or or it felt like it was like, oh yeah, sure, we'll take some Last Jedi stuff mm-hmm. too was the it took the Kylo Ray force skyping. Yeah. And it made it a mechanic in this movie. Then and to be fair, that is the other thing that was set up and then paid off later. With the uh the beads. set up with a cool fight with the beads. And then later the mechanic of passing a lightsaber through the force skype yeah. is cool as shit. Yep. That's, that's cool. great. So like don't let it be said that and, I don't think anything is cool. Yeah. That's and legitimately the, awesome. The acquisition of that like lightsaber to backpedal a little bit my fate my absolute favorite thing because i i remember we talked about this and it was a thing i i genuinely was annoyed about in force awakens was this idea that leia was still just a politician um and the fact that mm-hmm. we have this brief scene being like no leia totally like when uh Return of the Jedi establishes that, like, hey, Leia has the Force, and Luke is totally interested in training her. Mm -hmm. That did happen. And she even built a lightsaber and completed her training. But because of reasons, she she did not actively pursue it. And it's actually kind of a respectful... uh, I I want to underline kinda. It's a kinda respectful... justification of the compl- or, or answer to the complaints of like oh Leia does like a pretty aggressive force move in Last Jedi yeah and it's like no. oh yeah well she had real She's training Jedi. like yeah if you thought that was right. weird it was like uh well she had real training and had a lightsaber and everything so everything there I liked um yeah but Knights of Run sucked <laughs> they're fucking boring as shit yeah, they didn't do really anything yeah, yeah. uh yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything with Palpatine sucked. Uh, I'm just like trying to run through the list in my oh, head. You know what was? You know what was another? Like, okay, here's my full Twitter list of things that were actually cool. Mm. So the mechanic lightsaber passing through Force Skype. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yellow lightsaber with a staff piece, like like a piece of her staff as the hilt. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. I. That's it. Like. That's neat as fuck. And we ha- now have a live-action yellow lightsaber, so it's more canon. Yeah. So it's already canon. Like, that's cool as shit. I like, that. I like to see that. Um, the I also had Kay- Kylo and Leia death sinking. I think that was, like, that worked for me. Things around it didn't work. Yeah, it, it, it is a is little confusing like, how... She died, but then, like, hours later, her fa- her body force moved. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, yeah. that part makes... I, I think they could have done that idea yeah. better yeah. to capitalize yes. on the what was cool well, some about of these it. Are, some of these are like, that's a cool idea. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't perfectly done. But, uh, Leia's Jedi, C-3PO, given some gravitas, even though that was also hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, land, having a landing force land on the Star Destroyer deck... Oh yeah, that was cool. To take out the thing, that's cool. That's cool shit. I don't know why um, they used horses. Uh, there was a throwaway line where uh, 
one of the like when they oh yeah because they could like disable speeders yeah it was like disable their speeders or whatever like they're not using speeders it also i it works for the whole like nature versus god damn it you know know what it does it it also works for the idea Mm. that this was an awkward rewrite and they that totally was going to be the the cat horses from canto bite yeah totally Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would say that adds yeah, I thought about that. that adds more credence to like, hey, this was supposed to be wrote. Now, it is more insulting, yeah. and I actually I'm I am now fully on board with this conspiracy theory. It's one thing to like not give Rose anything to do in this movie out of out of fear of racism. It's another thing to remove her from the things she did, and I'm starting to think that happened. I think she had a bigger role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they cut her out even more. That's my conspiracy theory. But I am on board with this conspiracy theory um, because it make it is weird that this trilogy has two different races of space horses. <laughs> that is it, right, one right. more race of space yeah, horse than is necessary. Yeah, um, the uh, new lightsaber fighting style that. Uh, Kylo Ren uses where he has like a reverse grip and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's cool just because it looks neat, but also uh, in some of her more angry moments, Ray mirrors it mm-hmm. and starts using reverse grip, and that's really cool. Um, the acting all around, especially Adam Driver. Uh, I like Han talking to Adam Driver. That was acted well, and I like that it was shot to mirror his, de- his death scene from Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some issues I have with, I think it's somewhat confusing to have a memory shown like that and then also have Force Ghosts yeah. shown in, like, It, also, in it did also, it was surprising, because, like, you don't expect to see Harrison Ford again. So, like, from right, that angle, right. it's like, oh, I, I expected, I expected to see Jar Jar Binks before I expected to see Harrison Ford in this movie. So, <laughs> right. like, it works. Um, I also... I also liked Carrie Russell's character, uh, especially her liking Ray after Ray beats her up. But also, like, I like her. I like her and Poe having like her and Poe having a thing, and then also at the end, Poe like when they're everybody celebrating, being like, "Are we gonna have sex?" and her being like, "No." That right all there mm-hmm. was a better. Uh, solo movie than solo, but um, <laughs> that is fair. So I like, I, I dig that. Um, I I, I did I not like, uh, uh, appreciate I also that. Like the big banana slug guy. Oh god, I appreciate I like that he was just slug. on the Millennium Falcon just because it was like I love the idea of pretending that he's always been there. He's uh, uh-huh. it's just like he's from Kashyyyk. Cool. He he does. <laughs> He does feel a little bit like a Rick and Morty character. Yeah. Like that it feels like the, the whatever the uh imagination parasites or whatever where it's like where you pretend oh, that Mr. He's Poopy been there, but it's like well no, but like he's Mr. Poopy Butthole's real, but in that episode yeah. there's the parasites that make you think that they've been always with yeah. you. So Oh yeah, yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying. But he does Yeah. Anyways, but uh that race is from Kashyyyk, I believe. But anyways, I was happy to see I, it. So, I want to talk about Carrie Russell a little bit more. The reason I did not, I was completely indifferent to her, was because I 
was still shipping Finn and Poe in my head at that time. Uh, and the f- okay. film was not really doing anything to dissuade that. If anything, it was like... Th- so, you've hit on a bit of a weirdness where Finn... Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's some, like, hey, there's some assumptions that have existed from episode 7 where it's like, okay, hey, wait, is Finn in love with Rey? Mm -hmm. And then, in 8, we obviously get Kelly Marie Tran's Mm -hmm. uh, character Rose to, like, make out with him during an explosion, and, like, it's like, okay, so they're there. And then, of course, she was fucking Mm sidelined. And then... So Finn was is with Poe and has that witty banter with Poe a lot. And then but then he tells Ray he needs to tell her something when they're dying. Yep. I never told you. Which maybe which maybe is that he loves her. We don't know in the movie. I have an answer for it, but I have it, heard an answer it, for it. Yes, yes. I know it's a shit answer. Yep. Uh but uh it might be a love a profession of life mm-hmm. that would fit for what the situation is. Uh, and then we get, hey, this character is just female Finn. Yeah. And they kind of have a thing, and it's kind of weird, like, there as well, because she's also replacement Rose in my conspiracy mm-hmm. theory. So, like, that's weird. But then she wants to fuck Billy D. Williams at the end. And I so, really like, appreciate Finn, that interpretation, because that makes... <laughs> So much like in Star Wars, that makes so much more sense than anything else. Just the that Billy D. Williams is hitting on that girl. Like I didn't read it that way, and now I'm like, oh, of course that that that's the only thing that could make sense. That isn't just let's have the two black people talk to each other. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. That's another problem that I have with her being just. Finn, exactly I don't think she Finn, talks to anyone but, but Finn, Finn and Billy D. Williams. And like, I, she doesn't. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's weird as fuck. And uh, yeah. Anyways, so so yeah. So Finn has these weird, like, <laughs> for some reason, there's like hints at him having a relationship with everyone. Yeah. Um, the thing that he was gonna tell Ray. So, oh boy, the movie doesn't ever, it just forgets about it. Yep. I don't know if it's an intentional mystery box or if they just fucking forgot. I know that at a viewing in LA somewhere or something, JJ was asked, hey, what the fuck was he going to tell her? And he said, oh, he was going to tell her that he was forced. Which makes no sense. Because, like, that's not a thing you feel the the need to tell someone on your deathbed. (laughs) No, yeah, it's not. It it doesn't make sense with the context of why he needs to tell her then. But him being Force-sensitive is okay. The problem is that him being Force-sensitive makes more sense with The Last Jedi's view of the Force. Mm and Broom Boy, and everybody can... It's democratization of the Force, 
And then in this movie, it like triples down on the fact that no, you have to have the right blood. Yep. And like, so then it doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't make sense in this movie. So yeah, and it, but but it's not in the movie, so I guess it doesn't matter. I don't know. It's it's yes, like, all of that. Hate it. You can't bring it up twice. You can't bring it up in twice, and then just not, not do it. Yeah. Fucking answer it. You could also just like what? cut that line. Like you could cut that yeah. piece from the scene. Purely pure, not needed yeah. at all. At all. I would be. And, I would so be happier just, shit like that if they like, ADR'd Finn being like. I hate sand. Of course, it gets everywhere. <laughs> I would have enjoy- appreciated that better. Uh, God. Yeah. Um, there's another thing I didn't like. That I'm trying to remember. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Oh, another oh, another fun- in there. I just remembered. Well, this is a different thing. It wasn't the one I was thinking of before. But another thing I didn't like was the like. It's somewhere between a fuck you and just a, like, shrug whatever to the the question of, like, in Last Jedi, we sent out the distress signals to supposed allies of <laughs> the Resistance and didn't get a message. Yeah, but we didn't send Billy D. Williams to go ask <laughs> them. And then just, like, it's one thing to be like, oh, he came back with, like, some help. It's another thing to be like, oh, he came back with fucking every ship that isn't a zombie Star Destroyer ever. So, it's like, um, how? Here's, here's, what? This is a, this is a critical, okay. With Lando, I think that ending could work, and it could work specifically as we needed Lando to get everybody mm-hmm. if they had treated Lando like Lando. But yeah. apparently he's been living as a hermit at Burning Man. Yeah, that's a good point. If he was still a high ranking like politician a, a in Cloud decade, City. Like then... he's he's been like if he's a charismatic dude that now owns like a couple star systems or something, like yeah. or is like running as governor of whatever, like that could work. But yeah. no. He is living as a hermit at this desert party planet. Yeah. I still wouldn't be happy with the, the zero to, to 60 he, of like, literally everybody is here now to save the day. But I agree that would have at least have made to, it. You'd have to show him maybe like asking. Yeah. People, it, 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 we didn't get the, the, uh, the rogue one speech of like, no, right. for real guys, we need to do right. this. And it's like, ah, shit, you're right. May the force be with you. Let's go fight the Empire. Like, if we got that scene, you know, or like, uh, what, you know, whatever, like, universal call to action. Hell, you know, what it would have been fucking cool now that I think about it. Okay. We actually understand when we say the dead speak, uh, fucking, uh, the Emperor's Twitch streaming that he's alive. Uh, we actually explain what the fuck that means, and part of their desperate plan is they're gonna hijack that radio system and broadcast the signal, and then it's like radio whoever, yeah. yeah, and you, then you get uh, 
Billy D. Williams or whoever to be like, no, sure. seriously, yeah, guys, totally. I still it. would like a better like, hey, why didn't you come before? Because like, if anything, things are way scarier now. So I would imagine it should be way fucking harder to convince people to help now than it was before. And you convince no one before. Mm. So like, I think oh. you still need to kind of address that, but. Mm -hmm. Your radio freak up thing reminded me one other thing that I did appreciate was that they were like all of their forces at the end uh the beginning of that last fight were flying straight for this big antenna mm -hmm. and the bad guys were actually like, oh shit, they're going after that antenna. Of course. That's the vital thing we need. Well, let's just switch it to another thing. Like, yeah. they actually realized yeah, a little bit more counterplay. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, as opposed to, like, which is a fair criticism of a lot of Star Wars endings where it's yeah, like, oh, they're that's... going for the one thing. Well, let's not make that the only thing. <laughs> like, I think I know, would appreciate I, that more. I don't think it was perfectly done, but I think it was. Yeah, the, 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 I had a little I, bit of like. Oh, yeah. I, I think that was cool. The problem, the that point in the movie, because so I actually think Hux being the the traitor was clever. Um, I didn't like that by him being the traitor and then him being killed. It leaves us with the, the end of the movie no care and, and uh kylo ren being redeemed by the end of the movie all of the bad guys are bad guys introduced within this movie zombie mm -hmm. palpatine and uh guy who was uh chewing scenery in a doctor who episode once um yeah. like so i don't i don't give a shit about them so like that the new the first order being clever yeah i don't bring hollow I because i didn't no, give a shit about that guy so like you know, if it was Palpatine like fucking Thrawn shows Pops. up or something, and yeah, no, see, that's another thing. If they're gonna bring in a new dude, bring in Thrawn or something, yeah. which is still not great. Not great, but at least it's like ah, uh, well, I get it. I get you know, in the same way that Palpatine is like Palpatine. What yeah. I like the problem is zombie Palpatine is so fundamentally different character than Palpatine uh, that I I can't appreciate it as like oh well at least it's someone i know it's not it's it's a fucking zombie uh but if it was thrown it'd be like well i i'm i at least for me uh i do not have a strict definition of that character in my brain because they only exist in rebels as far as i'm concerned mm -hmm. i never read the original books sure sure so if they sh if he showed up i'd be like oh it's the character from the eu that i know is supposed to be a badass and then when he's like Hey, let's not let's move our big glowing weak spot. I'd be like, oh yeah, he is smarter than your average ad first order admiral. Uh, so yeah, it would have maybe maybe hardcores would be like, fuck you, you killed Thrawn. He's my favorite, but I don't know it would have worked better yeah. for me. Yeah, I don't know, man. This movie's a mess. It's a mess. It's just it like I. You were saying earlier, like, I can see some people, like, liking it or whatever. I The thing is, I can see people who haven't watched all the other Star Wars or, like, you know, like, just don't generally give a shit about Star Wars, mm. you know, watching it and being like, oh, yeah, it's, like, explosions or shit. That's what all these 
sci-fi nerd movies are about is explosions and action and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see that person. Like, I can see that person drawing a, what I think is a false equivalency between all the Star Wars and all Avengers and Marvel and like you know what I mean. Like, yeah. I, I can see them just having that opinion about all of them being the same. The thing that surprises me is people that I know that give a shit about Star Wars and, like, care about, like, nuance and storytelling and, mm-hmm. you know, like, ha- like don't just take it as, like, a fun romp and are just, you know, like, because, like, sh- like, we were saying, this is a rewatchable movie, probably. Yeah. Like, but... Yeah, I I should rephrase on all, it. On all, all the like Star Wars elements, this movie really fucks up. Yeah, it's just the like actiony boom boom times. Yeah, that it's like okay, sure, yeah, like good special. Yeah, effects. I guess I should like, rephrase it. I don't like, understand like how people who I, do shit about I Star Wars like believe, this. and I honestly think that <laughs> the Force Awakens was this was the case too. The difference is Force Awakens was competently made. <laughs> I think it fits into the, like, while your butt is in the chair, you had fun. You, you, you know, it, you found it compelling and you, well, one one found it compelling and one had fun. So then you come out of the movie theater and you say, I liked it. I see. And then you, that is where you drew the line. So you either have no conversations with people about. Oh, really? You did? Like, you don't react to that question at all. You, your conversations with the friends that you saw it with consist of, oh, yeah, remember the part where that happened? Yeah, that was cool. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, I also like that. And then that's, and that's the level of depth that those conversations happen. And the result is, like, the, the, the image of the fact that you had fun is intact. Which is, like... That's true. I can believe people saw this movie and had fun. Right. And, that's and I can not see people really being not. defensive of it after, if they feel they had fun. Right. Because how dare you? I have good taste. So if I had fun, it must be a good movie. Right. And, and well, and like, I, I think it's fine to just have fun. Like, I, I don't, I didn't, like, the people that don't care about stars or whatever or just. Like, I don't think you have to engage with every piece of media to the nth degree. Obviously, I enjoy doing that myself, but I don't think that that's required for everybody. Mm-hmm. So, like, I I can see people having that it's fun or whatever. Yeah. The thing that is surprising to me is that there are people who do have that those conversations and still like it. Right. <laughs> like, the people that do engage with it and... Well, it, it's, it's so good. It's, I'd, I'd be curious to have more conversations. With I, I think it's because it's, it's, don't fucking understand what it's the people about. who, because they had fun, therefore it must no, be a no, good no, no, movie. No, no, no. I, I know people that I am like having conversations okay. with that are not like that. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not, it's not that it's that they engaged with it and actually genuinely liked it. And I, I'm trying to understand yeah, that. that I can't I understand other than I don't like see it. the the preconceived conce- inception thing cuz like that it happened with that like my my best example of that occurring was the the 
not infrequent complaint that The Last Jedi was too jokey. And I'm like, no, it was equal, if not less jokey, or handled its jokes better than Force Awakens. The only reason you could think Last Jedi is more is too jokey or more jokey than Force Awakens is if you liked Force Awakens, didn't like Last Jedi, and then are trying to find evidence to justify those reactions. And that's how I see this one, which is like, I think the only people I can see thinking it's a good movie are people who had fun and then need to justify that fun. That's the only th- way I can do it. And if it's, if you're saying you're seeing this with people who you right. expect better of, I'm like, yes. Okay. I don't know that, what to tell you. That's the only I, answer I can give you. It's a small number of people, but mm-hmm. they exist and I'm surprised. Anyways, uh, I, I'll, maybe I'll report back if I ever fucking figure it out. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, we should try to, to wrap up soon. Um, I, I think we're in a good space. Well, so there's a there's some things that we said. I, I really quickly want to talk about okay. some things. Um, so uh, in terms of our new uh, a new watching order, I have oh, a new watching me. order. I have okay, a new I'm order. curious. So... The, what I came up with um, is uh, let me see if I hold on. Wait. Oh yeah, okay. The new Machete Order, specifically mm-hmm. for the Disney trilogy. Um, mm-hmm. You watch Machete Order for you know the others and stuff. Um, so specifically for this trilogy, I think that you watch Episode Seven. Mm-hmm. And then you watch episode eight up through Ray going into the dark side cave on Octo and looking into the shadow like mirror thing. Uh-huh. Right? And then you pause episode eight, you watch episode nine, and then you come back to episode eight picking up where you left off, realizing that nine was all weird fever dream inside the dark side <laughs> cave. And then it's her talking about her, who she thought her parents were, or whatever, with Kylo, and then it's like, oh no, 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 they were nobody. Like, don't none worry. of that like, happened, and none of that I, happened. Fuck all that, and it ends. With I like it. Yeah, I I can get behind that. Speaking yeah. of, I don't want to spend too much time on it. Evil Ray in the, uh, the MacGuffin room. That was stupid, mm-hmm. and it was in the trailer, so they they really didn't know it was stupid. Um, yeah, this movie I, sucks. Yeah, I don't. I here's the thing that's so weird about this. I agree. I think it is impossible for me to watch this movie after Last Jedi. I think I am now in a world where I I do not enjoy rewatching Force Awakens. It's it is a just an exercise in frustration for me. I learned that the day I watched uh, Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I feel like I feel like Force Awakens. Force Awakens is a safe movie. This is a cowardly movie. Right. The problem <laughs> and the problem is they are a sandwich around a great right. movie. 
So the problem yes. is, I don't. If if I'm watching, it's like, hey, do you want to watch the new trilogy? No. I depending on my mood, you might be able to convince me to watch Force Awakens. But if you tell me I'm going to watch the Last Jedi after that, I'm like, can we just skip ahead to the really good one? Mm-hmm. Or and if you try to tell me, oh, and we're going to watch Rise of Skywalker after that, I'm going to say fuck you. But if you say, hey, do you just want to watch Rise of Skywalker? I will say, yeah, that sounds like stupid, dumb, trash fun. Yeah, we can have, yell at it. Yeah, I'll have a blast making fun of it. Uh, Force Awakens is too competent to make fun of, but sure, not sure, so sure. good that I want to waste my time watching that instead of Last I Jedi. I agree, it's not very rewatchable. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you kind of need to have that, like, I haven't seen a new Star Wars in 10 years. Uh, to, it, it really helps elevate the movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. Star well, Wars, man. I'm glad yeah. it's... I'm glad... I'm glad we're done. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I am sad that we probably will not get a Ryan Johnson trilogy. I I don't know. Uh, I I'm hoping because I think there this now this this entry it is so cowardly in so many aspects that I do see feel like there is a, a spark that lights the fire that lights the backlash I, to the backlash here's, a little here's bit. The problem. Here's the problem. From their perspective, they just made the, okay, the last, in terms of all the movies that Disney has made, mm-hmm. they made one that was a good one and generally well liked, even if it was like admittedly criticized a little bit for being safe, but it was generally well liked. Then they made Rogue One, which a decent number of people liked and did okay. And then they made a really divisive movie that mm. freaked people the fuck out. Obviously, I love, you love, but it was a really divisive movie. And then they made a real shit movie. And then they made another real shit movie. <laughs> and that was also divisive, but... yeah. It's also just more shit. Like, in, overall, the com- the conversation is that it's bad. Um, but, uh, so, okay, so... For them, I don't think that that makes them go, let's go back to the one that was real divisive. I think that, that makes them go, well, our live-action TV and video games are doing real well. Everybody likes those. So maybe let's get out of movies for a little bit and just well, stick yeah, to live-action TV guess... and games. Because of the nature of him doing a trilogy, I, I for some reason my mind always went with like, oh, that'll I would love to see a Ryan Johnson Disney Plus trilogy. I think there's, <laughs> an, I don't know why I made that assumption, but if there's any credence to that assumption, then it's like, oh, it becomes a lot more believable because apparently in theory, the, it's just, the bu- yeah, yeah, the budget apparently would be smaller very... and stuff. Apparently it's just very up in the air, and like he was saying sometime recently, like he was like, "Yeah, just very like talks are all over the place," and like mm. I think if anything, we would get maybe like one. Um, I also That's just true. I, I I will say I I'm not a big fan of really... deals that are like, "Oh, you get three movies." It's like, how about you make right. one and then see if it deserves a sequel? 
um, like you know, the first Star Wars. I, I think. Yes. <laughs> um, I think Ryan Johnson also is just not super encouraged to do this. That's true. He's probably just like, "Fuck, do I even want to do this?" Especially, yeah. especially since Knives Out did so fucking well because it's great. Yeah. Like, I think he's like, oh, "Okay, I don't need Star Wars. I can, yeah. I can make other. I can shit still make and, movies. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. I, I." I would still I love to see to him. I did send a tweet to him being like, Hey, it was very, it was like, Hey, no pressure. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't need you to save it or anything. I just want you to know that if you maybe get the opportunity to do it, I would love to see it. Like, <laughs> it was very like, yeah. <laughs> uh, please make another one, but I don't want to stress yeah. you out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Anyhow. Yeah, we'll see. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I kind of wish Mandalorian wrapped up at this point because I'm, I would be very excited. Next next oh. week is the next step. It's the last episode. Oh uh, yeah i I would have had liked to have been done with Star Wars at this point. Uh, sure. Having two more Mandalorians, uh, it's like uh, yeah, I'll do that, but. I would I kind love of a like, break. I'm hoping. I'm kind of happy with it. I'm. I'm hoping that the last episode is at least as good as the rest of the season. Sure. And then it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like I'm going I'm, on. I'm liking it. I'm just more interested in the idea of like, hey, there's no Star Wars right now. Sure, sure. I I, I just am really interested in that idea. Then yeah, I think it's better to go out on a high note than a sure. real crappy one. Sure. Uh, Anyways, yep. So Star Wars. Going out on a high note. Um, we're gonna take a break for uh, I don't know, like two weeks. We think. Um, I'm nodding so, and remembering this is a podcast. Yeah. So don't expect uh, some episodes for a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Star I think, Wars. You good. You I'm good. good. Alright, well, then we're going to thank uh, Brenda for her awesome artwork. Yeah. Thank you, Dave, for editing, giving us some theme music. Uh, and that'll do it. See ya. Yeah. Yeah.